Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the Roper Report Player Ratings Podcast. My name is Gav, I mean Anthony Watson. <laughs> Gav Henderson isn't with us this week, thankfully. Sunderland have just come off another win. They've beaten Swindon Town 2-0. A thoroughly professional performance in my view. We were always, always first best. Probably never got out of third gear to be honest. And we've ended up winning 2-0. So I am joined by Gary Morris. How are you? You alright? Yeah, brilliant mate. Not too bad at all. Pretty happy after... Uh, unspectacular but solid win very very happy yeah pretty much a Phil Parkinson performance isn't it absolutely solid if unspectacular but we're winning so we'll we'll give him that and so we have an Englishman an Irishman and another Englishman Sam Blakey alright yeah good uh, as you say it was nice to just watch a pretty comfortable game never really seemed threatened so uh, can't complain at all really yeah it is, it is becoming I mean I don't know if, if it's just League 1 not being very good this year but it's just becoming quite yeah, you know, we're we're going in not playing particularly well, but winning games. So we'll we'll take that all day long, won't we? Oh yeah, definitely. I think I don't know whether it's just the teams we play, but it does seem like a standard might have dropped. I mean, I haven't been particularly worried by anyone this season. Peterborough looked okay, I'd say, but other than that, I think we should be we we should be beating everyone we've played comfortably. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we will get into the game uh, very very quickly. I'm sure you lads will join us in wishing Abnechimadli all the best in his recovery got a really serious knee injury he's going to be ruled out for the season it's absolutely horrible luck but it's pretty much Sunderland's luck um so I'm sure you'll both join us in wishing them the best of of luck in his recovery yeah absolutely absolutely devastating injury but look it's part and parcel of professional sport I suppose it just seems to ru- it ruins things it ruins plans and the timing of it wasn't fantastic either a day before the the domestic transfer window as well so very limited time to bring in a replacement yeah I mean we have brought in Dion Sanderson I will say Sam I don't know that much about him, but he's come highly rated. So we... yeah, hopefully. I mean, the only obviously, I don't. I'm not going to claim I know anything about him. But um, the only thing I would take is I know Wolves play this three at the back system. So hopefully he can sort of slot in, and that's what he's doing in the youth system. So hopefully he can come in. It's, it's unlucky for him, actually. Like, um, but hopefully he just comes back the same player because we know he was a good on the ball centre half. Definitely, definitely. So basically, the the day we took on Swindon. Um, for for those experienced members who uh, listen to this, we have history with Swindon over nineteen ninety. Sam, you were nowhere near being born, and Gary, I'm not sure you were you were that old when that happened. No, I I was still in nappies at the time. Yeah, so there was there's a little bit of history, so it's always nice to beat them. You know, going through, I thought we started off on the front foot. Thought we played really really well in the first half. 
not much really to write home about. You know, Jordan Willis getting a little bit of an injury, having to go off. Uh, Jack Diamond coming on for him. Thought Jack Diamond did well today. And the much maligned Charlie Wyke getting us off the mark with a simple goal, Gary. I will say that. What on earth were Swindon's defenders doing? I've absolutely no idea. They, I think they assumed it was going to be offside and they just stopped playing, you know. Like, obviously, uh, as a child, you're taught play the whistle and don't stop until you hear a whistle. I don't know what they were doing. They seemed to be walking away from the ball as it was landing on Charlie's foot. So, thankfully, yeah. he scored because, you know, he's missed them before. He has. He did take it quite well, to be fair. I mean, he probably couldn't have missed, but yeah, he, he did really well there. And Sam, what were your thoughts on, on him being in the first team and second of all of his goal? Well, it was a weird one because as soon as the team came out, um, I was sort of walking around the house uh, raving and running to my dad, saying how to get in the team and all sorts. And uh, he's shown us up, to be honest, because uh, it was probably one of the best performances I've seen from White. He's, um, which isn't uh, isn't hard. There's not that many uh, games that stick out in my head, to be honest. But no, I thought um, he, did, he did pretty well today. He won a few headers, put himself about. He sort of uh, cut out the silly fouls that he does against the defenders. And... Uh, he took his goal well, to be fair, because we have seen him miss those, so you can't really complain about White today, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I've seen someone have put on Twitter literally the second he'd scored, Charlie White's the worst player we've ever had. So, you know, basically, don't tweet until the final whistle. You yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah, we went into half-time 1-0 up. In the second half, first three minutes of the second half, possibly a controversial decision. Swindon had uh, one of the many Smiths that they had on the pitch went down under a challenge from Luke 9 Sam, will go to you. Do you think it was a penalty? Um, uh, I say I was 50-50 so I'm always going to tilt towards something I want to say no but I wouldn't have been surprised if it was given it was uh, he's sort of he's looking for it but 0-9 when, when you saw the replay you see he has made that slight movement towards him so it's one of those where whichever way it goes someone's unlucky so I, I, would have, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was given but thankfully we got a little bit of luck and it wasn't given yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was but, you know with me red and white glasses on yeah. if one of our players goes down in the box which they did on the 55th minute, you're saying it's a penalty. We'll go into that penalty now, Gary. Uh, Chris Maguire, really good counter-attack by Sunder, I thought. You know, really good ball by power into Maguire. Maguire sees a defender coming, takes a touch, goes down, penalty, bish-bash-bosh, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think he went looking for it, to be honest with you, though. You know, um, the minute he pulled it in on his left foot, I was thinking, Mo Salah, yeah. curl it in, left foot, top corner, <laughs> just do it, just do it. And he kind of knocked it past. He, it was like as if he waited for the defender to commit himself before he knocked mm. it on. You know, and then his feet didn't move, he just dropped. Um, So I think if it was against us, we would have been unhappy too. So it was a bit of both with Swindon's one. Again, you're happy if it goes for you, unhappy if it goes against you. I think with Maguire's, it wasn't as dead set from the, the two viewings I had of it. So everybody's going to have their own opinions though. And then he dispatches a penalty with great confidence, doesn't he? Really good penalty, despite Swindon's goalkeeper trying to dig a hole in the turf, which I've, never seen, I've not seen since the 80s, so there we go. Then we saw the game out, didn't we? Sort of, you know, it was 2-0. Quite comfortable until probably the end they had a, a last-minute kind of save through Lee Burge, who did his best not to save it, but came out another clean sheet. I mean, that's got to be good, lads, hasn't it? I'll, I'll ask both of you that. We'll go with Sam first. Another clean sheet for Sunderland. I mean, we're going to be very, very hard to beat this season, aren't we? Yeah, I think that's our philosophy now, because uh, since we came down to League One, it's always been a question of how, what's the plan, what's the... Uh, What's the plan B? And but I think now we've got a bit of an identity, and it might not be as good to watch as we have been blowing teams away. But when you're going into every game thinking we've got every chance of keeping a clean sheet here, unless we get unlucky, then you're going to win games and you're going to be right up there. So no, I think it's it's great to see, and um, 
it's it's great for the defenders as well, especially when we've got so many injuries that we kept another clean sheet this year. Yeah, Gary, I'll, I'll ask you this one. Are you surprised that we did keep a clean sheet considering Luke 9 was playing there, Jordan Willis went off injured, so Conor McLaughlin had to go back there. Are you are you surprised that we did keep the clean sheet or was it just Swindon were that bad or we defended that well, really? It's a bit of both, really. Swindon are that bad, but also, you know, like with the patchwork that we have to do back there, um, it, you just never know. And then obviously, I've said it previously as well, every time the ball is coming in any direction of Leeburge, I kind of just stop reading for a couple of seconds. <laughs> uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, thankfully, like when obviously the injury happened, I... I would always be quite positive, you know, and straight away I was thinking, even before Willis had to go off, I was saying, at least if he does have to go off, it'll push C-Mac back into the back three and you might get Diamond on right wing back. So thankfully that that's what happened and, and we didn't just go to a back four and change the whole... I think if we had gone to a back four after 20 minutes, it may have thrown the whole system off. So thankfully he, he done the expected move when, you yeah. know, what would you say? I suppose the expected move isn't always the one that we get. With Sunderland. <laughs> no. Especially with Parkinson, that's for sure. Um, we, we didn't make any more subs until the 88th minute, Sam. Are you a little bit surprised with that, considering how easy the game was going our way? You know, it would have been nice to see Greg or Graham getting on to try and get them a goal. Yeah, I thought exactly that. I thought um, I, I expected to see Greg because uh, he hasn't been involved as much lately. I know he's come back from an injury, but um, with White having a good game, I thought it would have been good to bring him off get Greg on uh, but Parkinson's known for this I remember towards the end of last season especially it's alright when you're winning games like today but in games where you need a, a change to inspire people and we're sitting there watching the minutes take over and he doesn't make them but I think he's just got faith in the people on the pitch so you can't come like I say you can't complain in the, uh, on a day like the day when you're comfortable and we could have had nine men at one point and we would have won so um, it's something to look into for the future though how he doesn't <laughs> always look to his bench. Yeah, I mean, Gary, I'll ask you this. Were you surprised that maybe Grigg never went in the transfer window considering he looks as if he is out of favour now? Who's going to pay his wages? Yeah, you know? like, For the wage, you be, obviously I don't know exactly what he's on, but nobody in the Championship is going to pick him up and nobody in League One can afford his wage. So we're kind of stuck with him, to be honest with you. And with a player like that, if you're stuck with him, and okay, Charlie was, was, wasn't terrible today, like there's times you just have to stick with Greg I think like in pre-season he looked he looked busier he looked fitter so I'm surprised we've actually mm. gone away from him again to be honest with you but not surprised that he stayed yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with us I, I think you know he started well all of a sudden he's gone off the boil he has had an injury which the thought was going to be a, a little bit more serious than what it was but you know it is nice to have him back it's going to be nice to have him on the bench um We'll see what happens on Tuesday, whether he starts or not, probably not. So, yeah, we'll rattle on into the player ratings now. Something team today was Lee Burge and Goal, Conor McLaughlin, Jordan Willis, Bailey Wright, Luke O'Nine, Lyndon Gooch, Josh Scowen, Grant Ledbetter, Max Power, Chris Maguire and Charlie Wack. And the subs were Jack Diamond, younger George Dobson, Will Grigg, Danny Graham, Remy Matthews and Aidan O'Brien. So, I will start off with Lee Burge. Um, I've given him a six. Um, I thought everything he had to do, he did well today. Um, he didn't have that much to do because, you know, Swindon, I thought, were poor. And they, they, they didn't really have any threat to him by the last minute where, you know, the shot comes in. He does kind of palm it straight out. But, you know, the game was over by then. So I've given him a six. I don't know if any of you disagree with that one. No, I was the same with a six. Um, he doesn't, 
It doesn't fill me with loads of confidence, but I think a keeper keeps uh, keeps a clean sheet. You can't give him any less than a six, really. Yeah. Despite how bad the opposition might be. That's it. That's it. You can only bait what's in front of yeah, you. Exactly. So we'll go. We'll go to Gary now. We'll go for Conor McLaughlin. So I feel quite bad because I'm Mister Positive, and you know <laughs> you keep a clean sheet, and the lad plays in defence for us, and I couldn't give him any more than a four. Yeah, wow. really. And reason wow. being, every time he had the ball, he either gave it away. Or passed it back to Leeburge. There was one time that he went laterally into Bailey Wright. Other than that, he provided absolutely nothing. He gave the ball away um, and was just generally quite poor. He hasn't played for us in quite a while and it showed. Mm. Well, there's no such thing as a wrong opinion. Uh, <laughs> I kind of disagree. I'll give him a seven. Sam, what have you given him? Um, I'll give him a five for the first half and a six mm. for the second. I thought he looked slightly better in the right centre-back role, which I was surprised he wasn't starting there anyway when I saw the lineup. But um. No, I, I was not impressed with him uh, overall, but I just gave him a six because yeah. we won, I think, to be honest. Yeah, I thought he defended well. So to do his you know, his job as a defender, yeah. I thought he did well. I agree with what Gary's saying. His passing's dreadful, but in the I thought in the second half when we had to defend a little bit, I thought he did really well. So I've given... I'm, I am taking the positive mark, Gary, today, because I've given him a seven. So Sam, will stick with you, and we'll go Jordan Willis. Game cut short due to injury, so... You know, not really much to say about him, but we'll uh, we'll we'll go for it anyway. No, I just uh, I just crossed him out. I had a, I had a five down, but I think I started everyone mm-hmm. on a five. But um, Diamond came on from. It's hard with Diamond because he blatantly isn't a defender. Um, mm-hmm. So it's hard to give him a score. So I I give him a five for the first half, but then I give him a six overall. I just put down not a defender. So I think in games like this, I don't think it's a bad shout to play him as uh, wing back. But there are going to be them instances when he gets stood up and he just. He, he doesn't know what to do because he's totally out of position, being honest. So I just give him a six overall. But it was nice to see him in the team. I know he, he got in because of an injury, but I thought mm-hmm. he warranted his place after his uh, goal in the last game, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, with Diamond, you can tell he's raw, can't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he was uh, sometimes when he's got the ball, he's not sure what he's doing himself, but he, he gives you that pace and he has got a good cross on him. So uh-huh. I've gone with six with him as well. I agree with that. And with Willis, I had him as a five. So. We've agreed with them on that one. Um, right, I'll take Bailey Wright, um, as I normally tend to do on these player ratings, and I've gave Bailey Wright an eight, um, basically for the fact that he had Conor McLaughlin, who was probably not a centre-half playing alongside him, Luke O'Neill, who was definitely not a centre-half playing alongside him. The fact we kept a clean sheet, looked solid, not particularly conceded that many chances to Swindon. I think Bailey Wright is definitely a lot. thought his position in the day was spot on, thought his header in the day was spot on. Thought his talent today was spot on. I mean, he's just an absolute colossus, isn't he, lads? Yeah, basically, he's like having a, a coach on the field. You know, he's mm-hmm. pointing and telling lads where to be. Uh, obviously, like you said, Luke to his left. He's not. He's not a formidable. I'd say formidable. He's not used to playing in that position. So therefore, having somebody telling him, right, you need to be here. You need to do this. You need to step up. You need to step back. It's it's brilliant. It's exactly what we need. And yeah, seven, eight, probably on the eight side. Yeah, definitely. While while we're with you, Gary, you can have Luke or nine. Ah. My my friend Luke, <laughs> I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant. You know, like in the game, he he played in that position against Carlisle for the very first time, and the first kind of twenty minutes, half an hour, he took time to adapt. Once he adapted, he just took to the role like he does every other position on the field. Um, I went with an eight with Luke. To be honest, I thought he was very very solid for for what we needed, and obviously keeping a clean sheet then in and out of position. A position, a position he's not used to playing, and I suppose you could say, um, yeah, you have to give him credit where credit's due, and give him an eight. Yeah, 
Yep, fair. I've given him a seven. I thought, you, you know what it is, Sam, and it, with the goal nine, he'll go in any position for you, won't yeah, he? Yeah, expect him to go in goal, and well, he'd be brilliant. Yeah, it seems like that. I mean, I had him down as a six, and then I actually sort of took a step back and thought, you know what, he's he's not even a full back, and then we're playing, so he's definitely not a centre back, and we're playing him at left centre back, so I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to give him a seven here. Uh, but no, I think, I think you're right, and especially at this level, but at any level, really, I think it's great to have people like O9 in your squad who. Like you said, I mean, I don't. I th- mm. I'm looking at positions on this pitch apart from up front or keeper. I think he'd play and get a seven. Right, Sam. Whilst yeah, you're on, we'll go for another lad who played out of position today, and that's uh, Lyndon Gooch. Um, yeah, I've got Gooch down as a seven. I thought he got an assist, and it was a great ball into Wake. I know the defence was a bit uh, questionable, but he can only uh, beat what's in front of him. So no, I give Gooch a seven. A bit similar to Diamond. I've wrote not a defender, but I think Gooch. Is a bit better because he's just he's a bit raggy, isn't he? So uh, even if he hasn't got the sort of defensive mind, he'll just get back, won't he? So I'll give Gucci seven. I thought it was a solid performance from him, to be honest. Attacking wise, I don't think we particularly missed Denver Hume that much, Gary. As much as Denver's been brilliant this season, but I thought Gooch did a really, really solid job there. Absolutely, yeah. Going forward, Gooch was uh, he he showed up today. You know, he definitely showed up when 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 he was needed. Um, and even like going forward, yeah. Maybe it's tough to say you don't miss Denver because I genuinely think he's one of the best players in, mm. in League One, to be honest with you. But um, going forward, he, he may not have been as missed today. Uh, going back, I think the only one time Lyndon actually had to do anything difficult was see the ball out. Um, That mm. one time where they had to chase back to the corner flag, right in the corner flag, and he seen the ball out and won, won the goal kick. So yeah, pretty happy with, with Gooch today and agree with the seven. Yeah. Yep, excellent. Um, I'll go for Josh Scorn next. I had him first half 5.5. I didn't think he was in the game much. Second half, thought he grew into the game quite well. Became an outlet out wide. Uh, I thought he linked really well with Chris Maguire, actually. They changed positions quite a lot, and I thought that was very good. Had a really good effort as well, saved um, quite late on in the, in the game. Just I can't give him any more than a six, because I didn't think he did anything outstanding, but he's he's just a steady way player, isn't he? thought he was better than a six, if I'm honest. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I think he, he grew into the game very well, like you said. And I don't know, just going, going forward, he, he just showed a bit more than, than what's been there previously. Not that there's anything wrong mm-hmm. with Grant or, or even uh, George Dobson. I just think he's more versatile. There's more, more tools to his game than, than what other lads there have. And even the fact that the shot that he had was kind of off balance and he kept it down well. A lovely keeper saved it. It was a shot on target, which, you know, you don't score without. So, yeah, I thought he bit bit higher than a six. I would have gone with a seven with, with Josh. Fair enough. Excellent. So, while you're on, Gary, we'll go for Grant Ledbetter. Absolutely brilliant again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He was getting stick when he was back in the side a couple of weeks back, and I stuck up for him, and I was like, do you know what? Like, wait until he does something wrong before we give him stick. And I was sticking up from then, and massively, massively sticking up for him now. I mentioned earlier on a Facebook thread, actually, that if he was actually to come out of the team, we'd we'd sorely miss him at this stage. Um, and I'm not a big fan of the, the holding midfielder when we have three three centre-halves and he plays so far back, but he's been absolutely mm. sublime. I gave him an eight again today. Yeah. Um, he'd be sorely missed if he wasn't there. Yeah, I had him down as an eight. We'll go from the club captain to the team captain, Max Power, Sam. That's yours. I thought he was st- steady away again today. I thought he was very good, actually. Yeah, I thought... Um... I had him down as a six in the first half and then second half I'm struggling not to give him an eight to be honest. I mean I don't mm-hmm. I know we touched on it earlier, but the ball through for the penalty was was sublime and um a lot of people when they criticise power say he only goes backwards and sideways. Uh, so to play a pass like that was unbelievable to be honest. So um 
No, I thought he was solid. Power's never going to really set the game alight as he's there to do a job, and I think he does his job very well. And I do think we're missing when he's not in the team. Um, and it's weird because you look at the eleven and you see Scow and Power and Lebert and you on the three centre halves, and you think, oh, how defensive! But it, it does seem to be working. And um, I think if you take uh, either Power or Lebert out, we do miss something. So I think uh, Power. I'm going to give him an eight then. Yeah, hard not to disagree with that. Hard not to disagree. I've got I've gone down as a seven, but an eight is is fair as well. So I'll go on to Chris Maguire, scorer of the second goal, probably maker of the second goal to win the penalty. Thought it was a lot better from today. I think it was probably his best performance of the season. He looked very very sharp. Um, you know, like I said, did very well to win the penalty. Scored it with a plum. Basically, just a typical Chris Maguire. I mean, I always think with Maguire, he likes to play in front of the fans, but. Today, with no fans there, he still proved he's an excellent footballer. So he's he's just a great asset to have, isn't he, Gary? Yeah, big time, big time. I actually, I was saying to myself as well, he got an elbow early on and he got kicked. I was like, you know, he's going to score today. They're the kind of games where yeah. he, he get, it's 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 under his skin. You know, he's got an elbow in the head, he's got a kick in the in the, in the leg, and you just know he's going to score. I think that yeah. that type of he lives for it. he lives for a battle. You know, and obviously he loves the shit housery, but when he when he's on the other end of it, he he puts his pulls his socks up, puts his head down, and bangs in the goals. So yeah, great performance. Yeah, yeah, Sam. That's like I said, probably his best performance of the season. Do you think? Yeah, I'd agree. Um, he's been he's still been good, but it's slightly frustrating to watch at times. But um, I think we we'll see if he's not on the pitch, we don't. I don't think we we get that penalty. Um, that he's he's just got a bit of know how. He knows the league. He, I think he likes being the main man as well. Um, of the team like the the fact he stepped up for the penalty I, I assumed Ledbit was going to take it having smashed in the last one but um, no it was great I think he likes that responsibility and I think against Charlton we were very unlucky we created chances but I think how bad Charlton were in there for the take and you put Maguire in that team and I think we'll win that game mm-hmm. so um, he's really really he's probably the main man this season going forward anyway yeah, 100% agree. And uh, Gary, you can finish us off with Charlie Wyke, scorer of the first goal, good performance all around. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> good performance. I'm I'm still on the fence. And the reason being, I know Sam touched on saying that he's not giving away as many fouls. There's at least four or five fouls today where the, goal, the defender's facing his goal and Charlie doesn't know where, where the brakes are and just runs into them and just knocks them over. It gives a silly foul because we've seen when they had to play it out today. They were absolutely dire. To be fair, sorry to interrupt you, mate, but to be fair, the first thing I did putting me match stats was 450 white foul. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he needs to cut them out, doesn't he? I agree with you on that. Yeah, like, there's too many of them. There was four or five times today, and, and like I said, they can't, they couldn't pass the ball out, even though their manager has no. a style where he wants to have the, the good football, I suppose, and pass the ball out. They can't do it. They gave the ball away too many times today, and white fouling them gave them a way out. So I went with a six, despite the goal. Because let's yeah. be honest, I had to put that goal in. And we all seen how I am. <laughs> we seen me on the Stadium Alloyed pitch. I fell on my face, right? I would have scored that goal today. <laughs> Sam, do you think he's um, Parkinson's number one, though? I don't want to say yes, but I really do. I. Um, it, it's weird we're talking there. And I think I've given Wyke a seven, but it's hard to tell whether I'm giving him a seven based on Wyke or based on how he actually played as a footballer, whether I'm saying that mm. was a good performance from Mike, or whether if that was Danny Graham, I'd be like, yeah, he scored, but overall, did he do anything? So I think mm. that's something to look at. But I do think for whatever reason, uh, he's Parkinson's number one, and that goal uh, probably keeps him in the side for another eight weeks or something. But uh, hopefully he just <laughs> continues to score 
easy goals. <laughs> I don't really know what yeah. to say, to be honest. Fair enough, fair enough, mate. I mean, I've got Aidan O'Brien here. Um, you know, he came on with two minutes to go in the five. So what we'll do is we'll get a quick man of the match from you both. Sam, we'll start with you. Um, definitely Ledbetter for me today. I'll give him a nine, actually. I'll give him a seven first half and then just a nine overall. I just thought there was... He's like a new sign in this season. It's 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 a bit odd. It's like it's 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 almost like he's gone back in time. So we signed him and we we're like, oh, have his legs gone, and then suddenly he's got younger. But um, no, it's it's superb to have Lebert in the team, local lad. Everything about him's great. Just I uh, hope he can keep it up because I don't think his legs have gone. I, I I maybe did, but I don't think they have now. But obviously, like we're seeing with games on Tuesday, Saturday every week. Uh, hopefully he can just keep it up because he he absolutely dominated that game today. They couldn't get near him. He, he yeah he was just playing FIFA really. Yeah, Gary, I seen you nodding as well like the Churchill dog. So I'm seeing lead bit for you as well. Oh yes, um, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, like he he was a different level, you know. And when he cut that ball back, the last I think it was ten fifteen minutes left. Although the pass was short and he was fouled, when he he just he stepped aside and he sent there their midfielder to the shop for it was literally sent him to the shop for a point of milk and a loaf of bread you know like he was just gone um so yeah no definitely Ledbetter was was man of the match in my book as well yep and I am going to give it if all three of us for a grant Ledbetter because I thought again he was absolutely fantastic he has been an absolute brilliant since he's come back he's been fantastic and you know all fair credit you know we all we all say about Grant Lebbett about what problems he's had, listen, that and the other. But he's a local lad, something born. You just love to see it. So that's pretty much that, lads. So thank you very, very much for participating, Gary. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Cheers, Sam. Thank you very much. Nice to talk to you again. My pleasure, especially when we're winning. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I'm three for three on the player ratings now, so <laughs> keep going. Um. So, yeah, so thank you very much, everyone, for listening in. You can get us on the Acast, on the iTunes, on the Spotify, on the YouTube. Pretty much everything that you can think of will be on. Keep listening and good night. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.